and we are live on episode 38, I believe. 38? Yeah. That number seems low. Yeah. I feel like we've been doing this a while. Yeah, well, it's once a week, so that's 38 weeks plus we didn't number our movie reviews. So I'm glad you guys brought this up because this Wednesday, two days from now, it will have been exactly one year since we started the Snap Crackle podcast. Wow. One entire year. Wow. A yeah. year. A year. Exactly. A year. That's cool. You guys are in the wrong places. <laughs> no, no, no. Not in real life. On here. Huh. Like we switched bodies? No. No, 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 no. Oh, no. In my body? No, don't touch it. Oh, dude, I'd have so much fun. (laughs) Hold on. We're going to do this. Don't play with my baby. You you guys talk about something fun while I fix this. It's wigging me out. Like, you know what I mean? Because, look, look, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. All right. So, like, you are a professional dancer, right? Like, I mean, how many, like, if you had to just take a wild guess, like, I know there's no way you could be accurate, but a wild guess of of how many hours of, of practice of dance. Uh, have you have you on the floor? I'm in the tens of thousands at this tens point. Of tens thousands, of thousands, right? Oh, yeah. So it's fair to say that the majority of it at this point is just straight muscle memory. So much, yeah. Yeah. So I really think that if I su- if we switch conscious, I think I could fucking do a mean fucking rumba. <laughs> yeah, you could. Motherfucker. <laughs> you know? Well, see, I right wonder up, too, up, like... Up, 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 yeah. Would Crazy. I be able to, like, would I feel right? the way that you feel about, like, cravings or... Or would I see colors the way you see colors? Would they be You would different? have the same addictions. Oh, you would probably fall into a pit of despair. Oh man, it'd be terrible. Like 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 yeah, like if we could fuse <laughs> if we could fuse thoughts and ideas and memories and things. Well, because oh, like how much wild. of you is your body and how much of you yeah. is your brain? You don't really know. Right? That that hunger for when it, when it my sugar to, addiction right, is something in the physical part of me. To, yeah, when it becomes to um actions and behavior. And um, maybe like physical uh, inclinations. There we go. Yeah, there's yeah. got to be there's got to be a lot of that. That's um, oh yeah. That's that's somewhere between the physical and the mental. That that there's a there's a play there. Well, and the power that the mental has over the physical. Like I've watched people for a long time, and I feel like confidence alone will add to your attractiveness. In a way that is beyond just the act of being confident, it's the way that you see yourself in the mirror every day will make you more or Speaking less of of whatever you think you are. Yeah. And no, you that's are, true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I could survive looking at my face in the mirror if I were you. Nick. Oh Jesus! It's <laughs> that bad? No. That bad? No. Good. You are not that bad looking. You look like a Fuck. snack. There could Nick. be no. worse out there. Actually. It's, you're fixed now. Worse. You're both on the <laughs> right. right. You're both on the right side of the screen now. Okay, cool. We did that live for everybody. So. Awesome. What side of the screen do you prefer me to be on, Ben? And why? Well, so when you guys are talking, I just prefer it so that you're looking at each other instead of instead you're of looking both away. looking away. <laughs> oh no, that's screen. oh that's that's kind of amusing. I like. Yeah. It. yeah. You know, it's like we're looking around the whole world in the back. <laughs> Around the world, around the world, statues crumble for me. Big circle. Around the world, around the world. Yeah, no, I yeah. think that shit's really interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so who who would you want to trade with a, like for one day? You knew it was only going to be one day or a week. Let's say a week. Okay. They're Shia like, LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf? Mm-hmm. 
Wait, why? <laughs> He's like, because I want to no, record no, the most perfect Transformers Dude, commentary. Just a second for that to sink in. You mean, you mean like the Indiana Jones kid guy? <laughs> That's not my go-to for Shia LaBeouf. Right Nobody now. thinks of Shia LaBeouf as the Indiana Jones no. kid. Even you Steven's are... Transformers old. You just oh want to be him because God. you know that he'd have the number for Dude, his that fake he... sister from even Steven. Yes. Isn't he like a loony too? Like he's loony too, isn't he? Isn't he in so many crazy? cool ways? In yeah, you don't have to be cool crazy ways. to live here, but it helps. Oh man, go on. What would you? What... <laughs> So what's so special about him that you just would love to experience? Oh, you know, I just him? think like so he's he's an artistic dude, right? He's pretty funny. He's 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 done this thing for a long time, which is the art of acting and being in front of the people. art of acting. the art of acting. According right? to Mike, I just think he's had a cool career, man. Like he's gone from Disney television so show. He's your favorite actor. To, he's not my favorite actor. I just if I could trade with an actor, I think it'd be him. And that's kind of like be an actor. It, it doesn't have to be an actor. I know, but my thought is, I like acting, and no, I would see, like I to be an actor. And he's so, got a man crush Shia LaBeouf. No, I mean, to be fair, I didn't say actor, but no one's lining up to be Stephen Hawking for a week, you know, like. Right? (laughs) I mean, I I get it. I have a man crush on Daniel Craig. Like, I mean, if I could go back to like 2002 Daniel Craig, dude, I'd be him for a day and I just wouldn't wear clothes. I would just walk around London naked. Yeah. And you know what? They'll like it. And you're married to, what's her name from the Mummy movies? Oh, yeah. What's her name, Mike? I don't remember her name at all. Come on. Who, she's is Shia LaBeouf or, or Daniel Craig? Who's married to her? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Daniel is? Craig. What's her name? I don't remember. Come on, chat. Tell us Michelle. who's married to Daniel Craig. Gosh dang it. Stephanie. It. No, no, no. L- she has, Lydia. She has a really interesting name. Man. I lived across the street from them for a, for a week when I was in London. <laughs> Morgan's in the chat. He says Daniel Craig still doesn't wear any clothes and it's 2020. <laughs> and he still doesn't have to. He's, fucking, he's a gorgeous, he he's, a, he's a gorgeous he fucking That married. shot from yeah. Casino Royale where he's, he comes out of the water oh, and his man. eyes are the same color yes. as the waves? <laughs> are you kidding me? Oh, I just my pants. Are you kidding me? Just I would come up with secrets for him to sleep Day with me night. for. Cream it. Day and come night. on. Man. Daniel Craig's, yeah. That's solid. That's solid. Jeez oh, Louise. God. What are you doing? Every watch. time. I turned. Look, if I turn off the sound of my phone, it doesn't turn off the media. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like media volume and then okay, phone Okay, boomer. Why is it there's just one volume? Jeez, oh, you haven't even started teaching yet. You're like, I, I can't figure out my phone. Like These bullshit. darn contraptions. Like bullshit. This abacus won't work. <laughs> abacus is always work. That's this abacus has angry birds. <laughs> what is going on here? Where's the games app? <laughs> No, I have an interview on Wednesday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. For teaching. Yeah. At a school. Yeah. Like a high school. Yeah. He's like, for teaching, no, drug mule. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I won't tell you where it's at, but it is at a Christian private school. Whoa! Ben knows everything there is to know about those. Yeah, so this will be interesting, We can can talk. We can talk (laughs) off camera. I'm looking looking forward to it. I like it. No, honestly, I want to say... I'm looking forward to it. I had a very positive experience. (coughs) When you are in the sixth grade, you don't necessarily appreciate things that you would later on appreciate. I appreciate the staff, the students, 
everything about that. I'm yeah. glad I had that yeah. experience. No, I mean, you know, it's going to be, I mean, obviously a private school, it's going to be a little less money. You know, I might right. take a little hit on some Private school is less money? But uh, you typically, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you, if you include benefits and stuff like that, come with the, come with the public sector package. Over and all, overall, yeah, okay. not all, pro- not not all, like not like private colleges and stuff, of course, but private, right? You know, uh, K through twelve. You mean there's huh. a pay disparity between you and a professor at Duke? Definitely, <laughs> definitely. What? So it's like, you know, uh, but what I like, what I find intriguing about the job of going to a private school, especially a Christian one, is I won't have the shackles of secular, evolution of secular fucking. No nos, right? I mean, in public school, in public school, no, you, you get really, new shackles. You can't talk of about religious no no nos because you couldn't say wrong. secular fucking no nos at your Christian school. I don't think wrong. No, well, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that this particular Christian school is going to like is barring evolution and things like that. I don't, I don't think that much exists anymore. Most of them are apologetic, modern Christian. Okay, you know. What you know? What uh, the well, fundamentalist? Wait until they see the clip of you defending down. Richard Dawkins. <laughs> right. Let's see how they feel about it yeah, now, right. Dick. Right? <laughs> right? Right? But you can go to public school and, and really and really teach on on any kind of length or to any meaningful point uh, the tenets of Islam without fear of something. Or, of course, yeah. or any religions for yeah. that matter. You, you yeah. know what I mean? But I think at a at a at a Christian private school, I think um, a lot. You of can really topics- trash talk the Muslims at a Christian private school. <laughs> Let me tell you, buddy. You know, ding ding ding! He's like, I'm taking five dollars a week just so I can tell them the truth right. about them Muslims. That's right. That's right. I'll take 153 dollars a day instead of two, so that way I can say what he I had like. one requirement: no no dental, no health. Five dollars a week, but he you gets know, to wear his MAGA hat to work every day. It's, it's uh, every good. day. It's those trade. Trade-offs, those yeah. sweet trade-offs, man. You're the greater glory of God. You are not, <laughs> you are not a yeah, but then out, you, you also have to learn the uh, the the anthem to the Bible. Yeah. There's three anthems we had to do every day. Is the uh, cr- there's the Christian anthem, the Bible anthem, and then the national anthem. Are you in the big fish? Are you swimming in the belly of a world? Go round your oh, head back on a hill. Pick yourself on the trigram. Actually, I think this counts as speaking in tongues. <laughs> I want to be knighted and sainted right now. <laughs> Did you guys ever see that fucking video of the dude fucking on stage preaching and speaking in tongues and fucking looking pulls, at his phone? He pulls out yeah. his fucking what? phone. Yeah. He's got Google Translate. Fucking, he's, he's scrolling like, hey, and fucking liking shit. He's like on Tinder and shit, dude. It's so fucking funny, bro. Oh my god, it's amazing. So that yeah, sounds no, good. On a more serious it still note, makes though, more money than uh, me, I'm sure. Idea, so someone, real, real you know, quick, uh, someone did, uh, it was Morgan again, sorry, uh, said, what are the shackles of secular no-nos? What do you think those would be in the private school? Oh, just, Besides, because I, mean, I made a joke about the Muslim ta- thing. But, talking about any, any kind of philosophy or metaphysics, religion, I can anything see that. that's touchy, you know, uh, introducing any kind of conflicting opinion or idea knowledge is the, the word you're quo. searching for <laughs> yeah. i think is the real problem yeah. i'll say no. this much I'll anything say this, not I, on a test I, I really think, i'll say i really think that at a private school i will have more freedom as an instructor um uh, to in to get across important ideas um in a more broad way yeah, my, I'd say broad, that's, that sounds like it'd be right I in think. my personal experience it was a smaller class size 
And if there were any issues, it wasn't like, a, oh, well, the principal and the school board and then this and the other. It was like the teacher would just talk to the parent or the parent would talk to the teacher. And I remember there was even stuff we talked about where there were some kids. It was like, oh, their parents didn't want them to like, learn this. They didn't stop for the whole class. Those kids left the class. They had something else to do that day. And we got to talk about all sorts of crazy stuff. And, you know, it was it was pretty interesting. That's I think maybe I taught abs- abstinence to sixth graders. Some kids just had to leave the class. What was sex ed like for you guys? I got a stick of deodorant. <laughs> and every woman I've been with does not like the stick of deodorant inside of her. So I don't know what happened, but I paid attention. It smells I've, good. I've tried the gels. I've tried the solids. I'm like, come on. This is, you know, it's tough enough for a man. It should be good enough for you. Come on. Let's see. Let's see. I mean... I'm, we're a little older than you. I, yeah. Well, I think my first sex ed class ever was like fourth or fifth grade. Oh, yeah. Maybe fifth yeah. grade. He's like, it, it happened was pretty, It was pretty. at standard. Green Meadows Farm. They brought you into uh, the <laughs> library. You watched you watched a video. With they separated about the growing? boys and girls for us at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched so, that video, yeah. Mill Creek Elementary. Yep, yep. Hello. We watched the same school. It was probably the same yeah. exact video. Yeah, Hello. So this was like 1995 or so. I never saw the library right. in the same way after that. Right, about 95. Yeah, they separate the boys and girls. It was pretty standard stuff. I mean, most of it I already knew going into it because I already had the discussion with my parents, but pretty standard, like how babies are made, yeah. what you can expect, you know? My, my dad, he asked me one day, he's like, do you know Do you know how babies are made? And I was like, uh, yeah, kind of, um, like a guy. The like Easter bunny brings up. He like, he like pees into a girl, yeah. then it makes a baby. Yeah, no, I had confusions about that too. Yeah, every time I peed as a little Who kid, I was like, you about this sex, is baby making stuff. Yeah. No, no. This my, pee could be dude. making babies uh, right yeah. now and I'm R. racing Kelly, it. R. Kelly taught Mike about sex ed apparently. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you know what a penis is. You don't know the two stuff can come out of it. No, there was a period, there was a while there where I was absolutely terrified of the idea of Rachel sex. Vice. That's her name. <laughs> what? That's the name of the lady that's married to Daniel Craig. Oh, Why did you, you just said, think of that talking you about? You said baby making stuff, and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I remembered her name because I wanted to make babies with her. Jesus holy crap. Like, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Because some people say Rachel Wise, but I'm like, bruh, I got to hide that I'm, you know, in Soldier City, Florida. So I'm like, Rachel Vise. Right. <laughs> Hit him with the v. <laughs> oh man! Wow! What were we saying? You were talking about R. Kelly's sex ed, apparently. Yeah, oh yeah. Ed. No, same, I had a similar, a similar, yeah. a similar concern. I was terrified because my my you mother. You're gonna bless, get a, a toilet pregnant. That was you know? your. <laughs> well, is it that's a terrifying thought? Right? I've seen porcelain like, babies. Like you come, like you get up at three a.m. and take a leak in a toilet, and you go back to sleep, and you wake up, and a baby starts crying. Now, now I'm a father. <laughs> now I'm a father. All the responsibilities. Terrifying, right? No, it's worse. It's worse. My mother, bless her heart, was fucking trying to give me the birds and the bees, right? And she she talked me through it, right? But there was a thing I didn't understand about she. She told me like, she what she probably told me was that sperm came from testicles and it goes up into the lady, right? But what I didn't understand was I thought that the testicles was the sperm, was the egg. Oh, right, my God! So I thought that your nut that's like an eel. Out that's like an dick. eel or something, right? Like a fucking like a giant acorn pops out of your dick. So hold on, hold on. Right? They showed my absolutely terrified me, dude. I was like, what? 
Dude, I was like, dude, I'm never having sex with anybody. That is fucking outrageous. Bro. Okay, so Mike was shown an R. Kelly music right? video. They showed you. Kids. They showed you aliens, like, right? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, you got wait, two eggs. Wait, what are you gonna plant me it in? And my brother. So my dad has no balls. I thought my dad had no balls because here we are, me and my brother. We're his fucking balls. You're like that's it. We Meanwhile, your neighbor balls. has eight children. You're like, walking, how's your other dad? I'm a walking fucking testicle. So chat, chat <laughs> wants to know. Chat wants to know if this is what you can expect to be teaching in a Christian private school. <laughs> <laughs> you can only have two children. That's why God gave you yeah. two balls. Well, well do you hey, think that would actually be better? Wisdom comes from mistakes, and I'm just going over my. Mistakes. What if people? What if people could only have two children? What do you say is about that? Because they would be a little more selective, wouldn't they? They that wouldn't would just. Been, we probably would have never got off the ground. As a species. No, I mean like now. Obviously not now? back in the day. Like China does it. What do you think about that? Well, that's that's caused well, tons of problems. Well, who's defending Richard Dawkins about. now? I'm not saying. <laughs> He's not saying that it can't be done. He's saying that it won't be done. Look, Richard Dawkins is bucking the trend that atheists don't have hearts, okay? All in for the eugenics. My gosh. So... What are we going to do when it's Bernie Sanders versus Donald Trump for the Laugh presidency? Our asses off all the way to Trump 2020. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to ride that donkey till it fucking knocks me off. God, I love it. It's going to be awesome. Can we just get like just I don't want to see them okay, debate. So I just want to totally see awesome. them in a cage. Like celebrity deathmatch style. You know, it's on one hand, on one hand, I I think it's hilarious because Trump's going to win so hard on it. On the other hand, I'm absolutely terrified and sad to see that the Democrats fucking put a socialist in charge of a major party in this country. It's, that to um, me is terrifying. Excuse me. You mean Democratic socialist. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's a big difference. It's the word democratic. Very. So, so how, but how, do you think, how do you think this is going to turn out, really? Well, it's obvious that Trump wants fucking Bernie to win the primary, isn't it? Why do you is think it? that is? Oh, yeah, no, he's always fucking rooting for Bernie on Twitter. Is he's he? like, oh, yeah, dude, he's like, Bernie, wipe the floor with you. Bernie's going to Bernie's gonna take it. Bernie deserves it. Bernie's the best you got. Like, he wants to face Bernie Sanders <laughs> because he knows he knows that Bernie Sanders is a fucking lunatic and almost everybody knows it except for the extreme left. Who are, who are you going to vote for, Mike? Because I know that you did the th you've done the third party before. I have. And I know that you're not the person that's that subscribes to winning. Yeah, no. but not not thinking. I, I, oh, have, I do not subscribe <laughs> to winning. <laughs> your face is perfect, dude. I love that. Face. Anyways, <laughs> uh, dude, so anyways, uh, but no, no, you you don't subscribe to the idea that that's throwing a vote away. Like right. that's your vote, and right. I, I don't like that. People are like, oh, if you vote for a third party, you're voting for this. Like, it's not my job to make the Democrats just give me a normal human being. Running right. for president. Or the Republicans. Like, it's not my job to convince, yeah, either side. Yeah. Well, but in this specific election, like I've said a million times, I just felt like it was so easy for someone to just be like, here's a normal person. Right. Right. So middle of the easy. road. Middle of the road. Here's a normal person. I think they, they may have had a chance against Donald Trump. So I saw a headline 
earlier today, but I don't subscribe to the newspaper because so I don't I don't pay for articles. You well, also you have to have an address. Place. I think if, you, if you're oh, going to well, subscribe to a I newspaper, guess I can. Mike. But, <laughs> <laughs> it said that I don't subscribe on principle. The 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 title was why Elizabeth Warren is the most Republican Democrat or something like that. I don't know. What's up with Elizabeth Warren? What what should I know about her? Well, she was a Republican up until like. I don't know, until she was like 50 or something, and then she became a Democrat, just like Trump used to be a Democrat. Now Is there an argument for us to say I'd just rather like have Elizabeth Warren Bloomberg, than... Bloomberg, yeah, well. Bloomberg was a Bloomberg's Republican, an and now he's now he's yeah. a Democrat. That blew my mind. It's, that blew my mind. No, it's all the same. No. It no, is all the same. I got to say, no, because I just recently learned that. That blew my mind. I recently, About Bloomberg? I learned that Bloomberg ran as an R in New York. And I looked into that, and you look at his platform and his policy, and there's not an R thing about it. Like, I I, I don't understand. Well, <laughs> like, the, the chat. I don't, it would be, like, I don't... Well, racial discrimination, I think, kind of like, goes under like, both. Like, so. like, if you didn't know who's, whose name was on top of it, and you read the platform, everybody and their mother would say that this, this is a Democrat running for mayor. And then, like, no, it's not. Like, it's the craziest thing ever. So uh, someone said communist. Robert said communist. I think that was about Bernie. Maybe Donald Trump. I don't know. But I don't think so. And no, then uh, Matthew, Matthew said, I'm voting for Bernie in the primary so he can face Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I, think, uh, I think the meme is what a lot of people yeah. are going for here. Matthew, Matthew Link was a longtime listener of my old podcast, actually. I'm so glad he's here checking this one out. Awesome. Hey, buddy. Awesome. Nice. Good I hope we don't disappoint. But yeah, no. I want the Mr. celebrity Link death has match the right idea of Bernie you know, and Trump has Trump. the right idea. Like. Bernie will lose, and that's what all the other. You watch the primaries, the Democratic primaries. That's what they're all saying. All the people opposed to Bernie is saying Bernie will lose. Yeah, the general election, and that's true. Yeah, but you know? doesn't he have the best? It, it, like, I'm not saying but any Bernie's of them have a great the shot. Yeah, because he's the only one that's that's consistent. Yeah, and that's what speaks to people. Consistently crazy. He's consistently crazy, but he's been consistent for like fucking fifty years. Yeah, he's been the same person. The the, you know, the I best... guess that deserves a certain. Monicum of respect. The best tweet I that I saw. I was still going to get everybody fucking killed if he gets his way. <laughs> Sorry. The best you tweet know. that I saw was um, just recently we were celebrating. It was like the 30th or 40th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice against Russia in the Olympics. The hockey team, the okay. American team yeah, winning. Yeah. And somebody uh, quote tweeted and they said, man, I wonder how hard Bernie Sanders took that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, that's so good. So me, good. Reminds me of Young Turks fucking link you sent me, bro. Oh my gosh! Lay it on us, dude. The Young Turks. Those of you that don't know, it's like a, it's like a far left progressive talk show, right? It's like a. They have a nice audience, by right? the way. Right. It's like it's like louder with Crowder, but left, you know, okay. or Ben Shapiro left, right? You know, he's a pundit, fucking Sink Uger, Chank, Chank, Chank Uger, Chank Uger. It's spelled C E N K. You know, it, like they're dude, they're fucking, they're left. Nut jobs, one of my favorite, th- and I still do it. About every couple, every few months, I go and I just look up 2016 election Young Turks, <laughs> just to watch because they, dude, it's they're like how so... I do with kitten videos. Yeah, 2016 kitten videos. This is the best year for kitten videos. Yeah, no, it's 2016 was the best year for memes. There was special things happening, and I can't. It needs to be archived well, in I, the Library of Congress, that show, <laughs> that night. There was a lot of shows that really? night that were crazy. I remember Absolute playing Gears Meadows. 4 
with a whole group of people. We were doing horde mode where it's like five people in a group and you go 50 waves. And we're on there. And I wasn't even like, I didn't even have the election on. And my phone starts going up like, are you watching the numbers? Right. And I was like, what? Because remember, this is back when it was like, all right, Hillary's won. Like, whatever. Let's just go on. So Xbox used to have a feature where you could do picture in picture. So I did picture in picture with my TV. <laughs> And I had the audio for the TV. So I was playing the game with everybody still and I could hear my headset. But I heard the audio from the stuff and I was just watching and people were just dumbfounded. One yeah. after yeah. the other. And it was crazy. I will never forget that moment for as long as I live. The day that the South rose again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I was surprised, oh. right? So, and... When people read this headline, it's even it's even worse if you follow these guys because I've watched debates between this dude and like Ben Shapiro, where at the debate this dude was going on and on mm. using his own business of the Young Turks show to show how progressive principles can work in the business world and how it's really employee owned and all this fucking garbage. Get all to the punchline. So today it comes out via the Huffington Post. This is not Fox News. This yeah. is the Huffington Post shared right. this. He tells his employees not to unionize. <laughs> he said, "Don't don't you know, unionize." Cue the curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, that was that was God interesting. Damn. God damn. No, that shit, they, dude, they do that all the time. All the time. You know, they talk big until it's time to walk, and then, nope. What do you think you about know, unions, Mike? Do as I say, not as I do. Because <sighs> you're, you're, you're someone who inhabits kind of that world where a lot of people have to be in unions because work is irregular. Right. Well, I mean, you know, the, the actor's union is a thing for stage, for film, yeah. for, for all that stuff. And it's kind of like, it's it, when you're approaching that as an actor you have to decide whether you're ready to not take jobs as a non-union person anymore because once you become union you can't take non-union yeah. gigs and so you have to decide am i good enough to be union yet it's not are like my knees strong enough to take a non-union job now that now that implies there's some um inner competition within the union to get said gigs yeah well so there's there's competition for union gigs there's competition for non-union gigs and then there's sort of cross competition so you can be non-union and do a union gig but you can't be union and do a non-union gig unless they're paying you according to the non-union the so union what's the re advantage, regulations then? the the advantage is you get what they call a living wage unions. what what they call a living wage there there are unions that will there are gigs that will not take you if you're not union. I I knew okay. I know a guy that I'm not I'm not going to say his name, but he's an actor. He lives in LA and he has had to work under a fake name and fake address for non-union jobs to right. survive. Right. Because yep. the thing is, you're in a position where there's no, you put yourself in a position position where there's not enough non-union work for the arts, so you have to stay in the union, but if you're if everyone's on the up and up, you're not taking any of those non-union gigs. Right. So to me, my just my limited firsthand experience with watching unions is it is the least effective way to do any type of work. I'm I'm generally uh, I'm look philosophically speaking, I'm fine with unions as long as they're voluntary. It's just the, I love yeah. newsies. The, the problem is the problem is Madawan, the movie Madawan, yeah, anybody? You know, they, they rarely are though. Is the, right. Is like the teachers have their union and you and are that's obligated the in the to be in the teachers union. Um 
Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot. Of, I, have a, I still have a lot of soul searching to do, and that and that pill, I'm, I gotta swallow it. Yeah. Point. I don't plan on staying in the public sector. Like as soon as I get my master's. That's out. it. And is the union a big part of that? Out. I'll go for tenureship. Yeah, go for tenure, bro. Then yeah. you can really talk about you know, the Muslims. You know, <laughs> right. I can do that without tenureship. You know, at a well, at a Christian school, you at can. At a college. At oh, any college. Yeah. You can. Maybe. You know. Be careful. These college kids. Yeah. I, no, see him, I see them canceling professors every no, day on like, Twitter. No, that's just a matter of credibility and tenureship. Once I get credibility and tenureship, then I can say whatever the fuck I want and make a stand. Taking it back. Take it back to humanities doing it. Are those not mutually exclusive? Credibility and tenureship? <laughs> I feel like when you have tenureship, where's the credibility anymore? You could just say and do whatever you want. Well, yeah, well, that's part of the problem with the unions, right? I mean, where did you... you get that cable? It was just sitting here. Oh, I just saw you pull it out from your pants. I, I've been playing with it since we sat down. In with the pants. cable or what's in your pants? In his pants. Both. <laughs> Wrapping it around. Both. Look at that. Look how it's... it's so uh, it's, back to the chat. Uh, Morgan said, don't place. underestimate the combined amount of Bernie supporters and the vote blue no matter who. But then he follows that up by saying, plus how many Democrats will vote for Trump because fill in the blank lost the primary. Uh, look up uh, the walk away movement. Hashtag walk away. And uh, Matthew, Matthew Link, he thinks the universities are about to collapse. Anyways, that's his personal belief. Uh, the yeah, well, the That'd admissions, the admissions bubble will pop. Yeah, but it's not the universities, guys. Yeah, no, it's the, the government. Universities, oh, yeah. won't, universities won't go away, but the admissions bubble will pop eventually. Yeah, I hope so. Yep. Yes, I hope so. It's got to. I want it to pop. Once it's again, ridiculous. it's our own government that was that helped. You know. Yeah, raised it, it these costs yeah. for these schools and said, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Give uh, an 18-year-old $250,000 to mm -hmm. be a speech pathologist. Great. Yeah. That's yep. going to be great. Do that. Yep. I mean, it's it's like I talk about all the time, like the, the Occupy Wall Street people. I can actually sympathize with them being that disenfranchised. The problem is they're, they're parked in the wrong lot. They should have been out front of the White House. It should have been Occupy Pennsylvania Avenue. Should not have been Occupy Wall Street, okay? Those are the people that really screwed everybody up. Yeah. And yet, oh, no, it's this company or that company or this company or that company. They're just a bunch of kidney It's It's dude. both. It's the companies who are able to pay for it and the government who is willing to take it. It's both. Well, Mike, what government would you like to live under? If you could choose one I've from heard, any time. I've heard Bolivia is really nice. Yeah, I played a game where it's not so nice, though. And I've seen plenty of movies where there's stuff going down in Bolivia, bro. Unidad. Yeah. All of in my business. I'm a hands-off kind of person. I want to get, like, Tom even Clancy's in the U.S. Like, Mike, Mike, Mike is like, oh, stop and frisk is, is that's horrible. I want to go to Bolivia. Right. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, what, what, what less it, is more. What, what would it be for you, Nick? Any any government in the history of the world, what would you like to live under? Yeah, the United States. All right. Yeah. In the fifties. Mm, I'd be hard for me to pick a decade, really. But I mean, the the general idea. I mean, I mean, right now. I mean, as far as standard of living goes, like right, right now, now, man. Right now, in the United States, is still the best place to be. Amen, brother. Period. Period. As far as like you know, political theory goes, I would choose a different decade. But 
as far as standard of living goes and uh, general welfare of everybody, right now, United States. We won the lotto like a million times in a row just being born here right now doing this. Look at Mike us. Mike disagrees vehemently. Look at us. Look I at wouldn't us say vehemently. Beer. Wouldn't say vehemently. Fucking... <laughs> Because that word's not in my vocabulary. I disagree a lot. Ben sits on his butt, grows a beard, talks into a microphone, and gets paid to do it. Right. Look at you this think fucking You place. think Socrates would appreciate my skill set? Look at this no. fucking place. Look at, the, look, at the, look at the privilege and the wealth in this room that we're sitting in right now. Come on now. It's not even, not even a fucking question. And the real wealth... And I can literally sit here on this microphone and say, fuck Donald, President Donald Trump, and nothing will happen. Right. Nothing will happen to me at all. Yeah. That is you know, a great blessing. I can sit here and- But I don't think we're the only go, ones that have freedom of I speech. I can fucking go worse than Richard Dawkins, and I can say fucking eugenics are for handicapped people, and Who I'm then, all Mike? about it. Who do you think has freedom of speech? Well, I mean, the European Union has a lot of that. Who? The European Union has a lot of the no, same they don't. freedoms of speech. No, they do not have freedom of speech at all. <laughs> No, they don't. <laughs> they they nope. do not. It's not even close. Nope. They have all all sorts of speech. Uh, speech people get arrested for flaws. saying stuff all the time. Canada yeah. people get arrested yeah. for You'll saying get, stuff all the time. You get arrested for tweets. You get arrested for you get arrested for having a Nazi memorabilia in certain places. Well, well, see, <laughs> well, just because you agree with it doesn't mean it's it's no, not mean. a speech. You know, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, the, the, like we can crap all over the Bill of Rights and stuff all we want, but the fact that this is baked in right. is very, very important. That's, That's why true. there are a lot of people in Canada fighting for it. Yeah. I mean, they you know, want it. And it's built in. Like, like we take it so for granted, and I did for the longest time. Like, I mean, it was up until my, like, my early 20s. Like, I was like, like, well, doesn't every place have – I just assumed that every modern country also had freedom of speech. It was just an assumption because like, they looked free. They looked happy. Mm -hmm. They looked functional. They look, you know, they looked like they had practical flourishing. I mean, you look at France, right? Like, as a young American, like, it would just be natural to assume that they have a total freedom of speech. And compared to a lot of other societies, they have a very liberal speech codes, but they still have them. <laughs> like, they could still, there's still things that you can be, uh, you know, incarcerated or killed for saying. You know, it's not intuitive. To and us. they still use the guillotine over there too. So do they? Oh yeah. <laughs> you say one wrong thing. No, you're just fucking. The right guillotine, right. yeah. I'm serious. Yeah, okay. I had to be like, they, they had to get me out of there quick. They almost cut my head off. No, they don't. You so I said the wrong me. thing. I said the proof. wrong thing to the wrong, the wrong <laughs> croissant, bro. <laughs> croissant. I don't think guillotines worked as well as they were supposed to in a lot of cases. <laughs> Oh no! It was not always a clean I don't, cut. I don't what think that be. No, I don't think. Um, <laughs> there's that what is this? We're back like, to work. You know what what does work mean? You know like, what? Cut the head off the guy in one swoop. Cut the head off in one sheer fucking one. What was that clean sound? Swoop. What was that sound? Do you swoop. think? I bet we could look up someone using a guillotine on a log and get like a pretty good or a watermelon or something. No, like a pig. You need like a pig. A pig, yeah. Done. I, I watched a guy behead a, a fucking a hog with a samurai sword. That shit was cool, man. That guy's huge at conventions, I bet. He's a fun guy. Fucking, he's a... <laughs> Sounds yeah. like it. He's a low IQ painter in St. Cloud. 
Fucking paints houses. I mean, you could just say he's a painter but, in St. Cloud. We, we, we fill in the samurai. rest. I mean, you know. samurai swords. He collects them, and he's really into it. No, he's got all kinds. Like he's got like a really expensive, like legit, like not just for decoration. Like no, really ready for battle swords that'll fucking hold up. Can I tell you guys? Like, he 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 almost cut the hog in one one swipe. There was like <laughs> there was like maybe like that much. Like it was like hanging off by like that much skin left. Like in one wow. one swipe. Well, when the coronavirus wild. gets out of control, you'll I mean, want you him know, by I your think side. The fucking yeah. boar's neck is. I mean, there was a guy below, a below me in California in the apartment. There's a guy that blew cr- blow you crazy. in California. Below me, oh, the guy below, below me in California. B e l o w. He went crazy and started attacking like his whole family with like a decorative samurai sword. There was blood Jesus. down the hallway. It was you crazy. don't want to do with the decorative. I want to break. Oh no, it was decorative. Yeah, on the fucking. Well, he was decorating with the blood on the wall. If it's pointy, stab still. I guess. All right, guys, I have something I have to get off my chest that has bothered me for years now. This happened in high school. Waxing your chest? No, 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 no. And I would. Rather you tweeze my nipples than wax my chest. No, that would be a That's just video. because we both we both get be off then, video. you know. <laughs> Anyways, so there was this guy who had a lot of burns over him, over his body. He was a new kid at school, okay. and he, you know, he you could tell he'd been in like a fire or something. But like it is what it is. He wore his Canadian tuxedo every day, you know, the jean jacket, jeans, everything. I never had a problem with him. He was in all of my. Video production classes. Um, I think we worked on a couple of videos together. Whatever. He was just another person. Well, he was really into the samurai sword collecting. All right. And got into an argument with um, one of the other students. And they were saying how stupid that was and everything. I was like, I'll cut your head off. Try and get into my house. I got a samurai this and a that and a katana that and an axe. and a bo- I'm a motherfucking ninja, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Essentially, a ninja in denim. The denim ninja. You know, and remember, like he's, got, Chuck he's, Norris he's, film. he's got burns all over him and everything. So, oh, like, you, you don't want to fuck with him. You dude. kind of believe it, you know. Yeah. So, anyways. Dude, he's going to put on his Edward Scissor hands. But let me, let me, let me, let me, let me get this out. So, I'm editing, and I this argument is happening over here, like, you know, to my left, kind of behind me. And, they, 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 it kept escalating, but he's going on about his swords, and so he finally tells the kid, he's like, yeah, well, you smell like shit. You that was, I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say I it. I don't care that you broke your elbow. <laughs> yeah. So he says, you know, you smell like shit. And I kid you not, that kid turned around with the greatest comeback of all time, and he said, yeah, you smell like kerosene. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because he was covered in birds. <laughs> I didn't even get it. Oh, oh, and I was like, what in the world is going on here? And I felt awful about that. I didn't, it wasn't even a part of it. And I felt awful about it for my, like, I think about that at least once a week. Yeah. Since it's happened. Wow. Once a week. That's 15 wow, years. Traumatized you. Like, Jesus. and inspired his stand up. That kid was burned twice. <laughs> like, he got burned twice. Did you ever get the story of what the burns were from? Uh, he had told it a couple times, but it was a little different every time. Uh, it's kind of like the Joker, I you saved know? A baby. I want to know how I got these scars. I saved a baby from a building. Yeah, I, I don't know. Dude, if you're a kid and you got something like that, you've got to fucking flare it up. No, more power oh, yeah. to him. Oh, yeah. I felt bad. You know, I felt bad. Fucking, he, he had only ever been you know, nice to me. He seemed to know what he was doing, you I know? Was, I was attacking a dragon. I got this scar and, uh, on my chin when I was a kid, when I was like 12 years old, right? And I told yeah. people, you know, I was riding my motorcycle down this dirt road, and this little girl chased out after a soccer ball, and I swerved to miss her and hit a stump and flew into a barbed wire fence. Bro, you told that on this show, and I was like, holy crap. Like, I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I was, he had me going. I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, that's incredible. 
how gullible yeah. I am yeah. when it comes to Mike. So gullible. You gotta have a good story. When you're 12 years old, you gotta have a good story. Got to. 12 years old was hard for you because that was when you moved, right? Yeah. You moved to Gainesville. Moved to Gainesville. That was crazy. How long were you guys up there? Three years, all of middle school. That's see, it seems like so much longer. Yeah. It felt like you were up there for like 10 years. Jeez Louise. Time goes slower when you're younger. There's like science behind that. Like time, time is a social construct. Yeah, so it seems yep. to go by faster the older you get. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. What's one thing that people say is a social construct that you guys just don't agree with at all? Gender. Gender? All right. What's yours, Mike? How do you disagree with that? Oh, buddy. Ladies right. and gentlemen, welcome to the debate off. I'll, I'll go ahead and end it before it even begins because I know exactly where it's going to go and how it's going to go. Go ahead. All right. Yep. Lay this it on is, us. Yep. This is your contention that there's a difference between sex and gender. And it, it, it'll, it'll ultimately come down to semantics. Unless you don't think the sex is a thing either, then we can then we can debate. But otherwise, it'll just come down to semantics. So then, yes, it is. I agree. It's a semantic thing All for right. sure. Yeah. Okay. We're we're in agreement there. All right. Because I think gender norms are what define gender. No, for the most part. No, not for the most part. It's the two sperm you have under your no. <laughs> your cock, no. Mike, that no. we talked about no. earlier that no. make no. you a boy. Nope, no. 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 it's very simple. If you you have a Y chromosome. Uh, you're male. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> We're gonna get banned for this, by the way. Of <laughs> all the like things the we've, of all the simple. things we've talked th- talked about, this is yeah. what's gonna do it. Finally. Yeah. No. Th- see, and that's what's sad. It should not be that. What I just said should not be a controversial statement, and it is for in some circles. What What do you think? In that belief, right? In that belief that you have. Where do you think it differs? Where do you think it differs from what other people say about gender right now? Where What I'm trying to get at is what I think is so interesting, because I talk to people on both sides of this, both extremes, middle of the road, whatever. I never, I never once in my mind see where any of those arguments would ever intersect in the real world. Once. Well, no, but will they force them into the real world? I mean, they're... I mean, we're having these these discussions in universities and government laws and about bathrooms and, yeah. you know. Which, you know, the NBA uh, threatened to cancel the All-Star game when it was going you know, to be in Charlotte I, because North Carolina had bathroom laws. Yeah. And yet, you know, they have all those exhibition games in China every year. <laughs> I'm like, because yeah. they said it was a human rights violation, those bathroom laws. But, hey, we love China. <laughs> like, yeah, let's let's not mess with the real yeah. human yeah. rights I mean, violations. It's not a subject I talk about a lot because I don't find it to be particularly uh, important or interesting. No, but that's my point. But, so uh, even if how, you disagreed how, with these people, when would when would that ever come up? On a on a day to day basis, like start, would you when they start passing laws that that compels my speech? Well, agreed, but that hasn't happened yet. It happened in Canada. Yeah, but it didn't happen here because of our, okay, our Canada, Canada <laughs> right to free speech. Canada is our cousin. Yeah, and, and they follow the the same the same common English law principles, and and this leftist movement has gotten enough power in our northern brothers to to instigate this this sort of draconian tyrannical fucking speech compulsion and it's completely what's what's the speech law in canada i don't it's called uh hb h hbc 310 i think and it's compelled speech where if you misgender somebody there could be there's criminal repercussions yeah Hmm. and um so 
So that's and which is Canada, ridiculous because and of all and all the, of all the countries that's that insane. are not United States uh, as far as free speech laws, I, I I could be wrong about this, but I'd have to double check this. But keep Canada, us honest, chat. Canada is among the more liberal, closest to mm. you know. I mean, their their constitution is extremely similar to ours. I'd have to look up the exact differences, but it's pretty damn similar. Mm-hmm. And. It's totally. I mean, that's what made Jordan Peterson so famous is because when yeah. that law was signed, he came out and told his university that he he's not he 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 will he's not going to play this game, and that's what made him the superstar uh, that he is. But, Which, on record, I believe he's even said, if someone wants me to call, I'll call someone whatever they want me to call them. I, but I that's the not the thing. point. But that's that's, that's, that's but that's yeah. My, right. Yeah, that's not that's the point. my yeah. point. I was trying to make earlier, like. I don't think anyone that's like if someone wants me to call him like like I call you Nick instead of Nicholas, right? Yeah. Like I don't care what someone wants me to call them. I think the issue is right. The issue is not common courtesy. No, exactly. So like these these people that have these different viewpoints, I never see where that would ever happen in normal life. Well, see, that's unless the it's constructed, right? That's the fundamental difference between a leftist and everybody else is that the leftist thinks that courtesy ought be enforced. The libtards won't do it this I mean, time. They, they really do. Like they're so righteous, they're so fucking enlightened that that it's okay to force you to do things that I deem right because I'm so fucking right. You know, I'm so correct. I'm so morally, morally fucking stable. And, and that, concrete. honestly, like, that mentality feeds right into socialism. I, I, I totally get that. All day. Yeah. All day. Because th- like, then there's a belief that you know, there is this one correct way that should be enforced right, on everybody. Right, which is how the whole gender thing is related to the whole leftist Marxist group ideology, you know. Uh, it's a tactic. It's a clever tactic, and it's extremely effective to obfuscate terms. Make everything liquid, make everything lucid, you know, confuse things like gender so everybody can fit, so we can make a a victim hierarchy that we can fit ourselves into when it's convenient. Did you say, Mike, was it you, did we have the discussion about um, trans athletes? Yeah. And where did you fall on that? That I, I don't like it. That you don't like it were yeah so when, when you've got you know the, the that being a trans athlete can create an unfair advantage oh okay on the field. we weren't agreeing on yeah, that yeah yeah for sure all right well then it's yeah, not a conversation sure. that's yeah. not exciting i think yeah. whether someone good because those those women aren't women they're they're male right even and... if they identify as a female that's fine do right. that all you want but your yeah. body Right. right, your bi- your biological. Right. Even if you're on blockers, let's right. say they're on blockers for a year, year and a half, whatever they're supposed to do, you've still been on a testosterone boost for the first however many years right. of right. your life, which gives you, you know, the benefits of bone structure and muscle mass and everything else. Which is a total reasonable take, and it's been the reasonable liberal take for up until like fucking five years ago. You know, up until five years ago, that was that was the liberal status quo. That, that that distinction that we're making in near something. It's probably yours, Nick. No, it's I'm I'm completely muted. No, 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 no. no. It's the, the just signal. Just would... put it on the. Just put it on the. Yeah. There we go. Okay. <laughs> that radiation. So I was trying to monitor. Was Man, you keep you... that thing next to your two seeds. Was, bro. <laughs> you know, bro. 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 Your kid's gonna come Cricket. out glowing. Cricket doesn't know how litigious you are, man. You're getting ready to hit him with a freaking suit. 
dude. Say, <laughs> I lost. Like every time you orgasm, it's like ripping out a catheter, like, you know, with, oh. a, with a bulb on it. <laughs> yeah, buddy. No wonder you make that face. Yeah, no, that's that's the lesson for abstinence. I don't, right I don't like that. Mike, what do you have going on? What do you want to talk about today? So at uh, my alma mater, BYU, talking speaking of universities, um, I went to a private school, and it's pretty known for its um, honor code, as you can call it. It's kind of the main beef I had with my school was the honor code. I hated it. I hated everything about what is it. Honor code is it? Honor code is a it, it's it's a pledge that you take basically in attending the school that says oh, it's that a you cult. will you nice. will abide by certain regulations that that are deemed part of the school culture, right? So they they include like. Not sharing a bed with somebody of the opposite sex or having them into your room after min or in your apartment after midnight, things like that. Like various chastity kind and of Mike, rules. And Mike, since you were right? forced a to go to BYU, since you were forced to go to BYU, that's why you hate the honor code so much, right? Because they're the only school with a film program, correct? <laughs> Listen. Oh, oh, you're upset because the private school had certain standards. I and can, so it's cool to be like, no, fight back, even though why would you go to this school in the first place? Right. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> But I don't like it. <laughs> so then go to another school. <laughs> but it was super cheap to go to my school. You know what's even cheaper? Valencia. And, and they'll let you lay down with anybody. Right, right. Well. Like yeah. cost cost doesn't make sense. And this I, I never got this argument from people that went to BYU. It right? blows my mind that you would go to a private school who has these standards and then say, this is so stupid that here's, they would have these standards. But wait a second, because here's what's going on. This is the argument that we're making, is that this is an enforced regulation that is... From a private school. That is opted into, right. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> but I opted into it, but I don't but, want to opt into it. But he doesn't it. like it. I don't yeah. like it. Okay. Yeah, I don't like it. That's okay, right? No. It's okay to not well, like did something. Did your parents make you go here? No, or? nobody made me go there. I chose to go there. That's why it's so silly. Because culturally, well, how big of a beef do you have? Cu there? Culturally, I liked the things that were going on at that school. I liked the fact I went to a school where majority of people didn't drink, they didn't smoke, they didn't have sex. There weren't. Why? The, why might that be? Could it be the honor code? It's Mike? not because the honor code. <laughs> you it's don't because think of that there's the, a it's the culture. At all? I, there's some connection, obviously. Oh, okay. Yes, I, so I'm not going like, to be dumb, but here, you're, you're, you guys are jumping on my argument before I even no, get to make it. I'm not. I'm Whoa! Not last week it was <laughs> Nick. This week it's you. I'm pissing everybody off. He can be like that. Don't let him get to you. <laughs> I'm, on to I'm on you, Ben. Right? Yeah, he does that. No, mute his yeah? mic. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I made sense. My bad, Mike. You're right. You're right. It's it's the private school that you opted into. So let Continue. me talk about my issues with this honor code. Yes. Right? I don't have an issue that it exists. I have mm -hmm. an issue that it's enforced. Yeah. Because here's, here's the way that it's enforced. Let's talk about that for a second. Right. Okay. Let's say one of the rules being, I'm not going to have a girl into my bedroom. Right. That's, that's a regulation. How does the school know when that happens? When my roommates tattle on me, that's how that happens. Right. And so let's it sounds say, very socialist. let's say you're in a room where there's a bunch of people who decide that they don't like you. So they go to the honor code office and say, this person actually had somebody in their bedroom. The honor code office decides to investigate. They ask you, did you? No. They ask them, did they? Yes. Well, looks like you broke the honor code. We're going to kick you out of the school now. Good luck with the rest of your life, right? That's the way the honor code is. Is that most of the they don't, time? They don't have a, they don't that have seems, a, a trial process or. That seems any, pretty anecdotal. Anything like that. Well, anecdotal if you want it to okay, be like but that's, you just said the culture is what brought you ben, to the school I, that was okay. that's what i prefer look, yes look. right like the, i don't think the honor code has to exist for the students at byu my school to main to uphold those regulations right i don't think it has to be there for them it's to do those anarchist things. attitude 
I I I have problems with what he's saying, but Ben, let me let me defend him for a second. Here. Yeah. I mean, haven't you ever taken a job that, that that you had problems with, with how they did things or? No. Never. No. Never. No. Okay. Well. My life is not a normal one, though, so I'm not a good example. <laughs> you never, you never, you never done. I've never. I will take like, it away from a job. Every we'll take it. Of everything we'll you've ever take done. it away from the job thing. But like, I don't think I've ever knowingly opted into something and then said I should change this. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm overall pleased with my experience at, at Southern New Hampshire University. But there were definitely classes and courses I took that. Bro, the I, parties at Phoenix University. Whew. I thought, you know, like I certainly have my complaints. You know what I mean? I don't right. know. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I. So I, I bring up the honor code for a reason, right? Yeah, it just so You're changed. definitely displaying it, your liberal sensibilities. It here recently changed. It recently had a change yeah. in this honor code, right? Part yeah, yeah. of the honor code in the past has been that if you are gay, that you cannot show your homosexual tendencies while on campus. You can't hold hands with somebody of the same sex. You can't kiss somebody of the same yeah, sex. A don't ask, don't tell kind of a thing. Basically, yeah. And they've recently quietly taken that away, that that's no longer a part of the honor code. Well, that's good. Yeah, I think, Were it's, there, I think it's Weren't fantastic. there things before, though, for PDA with opposite-sex couples as well? No. There's nothing against not, any not PDA? That I'm a, not that I'm aware of. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I remember sitting on a bench one day while there was a, a group of high schoolers walking by taking a tour of the campus, and I turned to my girlfriend and was like, make out with me right now, please. Make out with me right now. And I was, she didn't see them because they were kind of behind her. So as these like high schoolers are walking by, I'm just like making out with my girlfriend. And I kind of peeked up at one of the guys. Showed him. Staring as he walked by like, I do want to go to this school. It's better to eat pussy on the sidewalk than to kiss a man. Well, we can slap that on a shirt. At your school. We can slap that on a shirt. Yes. Right. Basically. No, I love so, it already. Don't but care. once again, I, I think <laughs> if, if this wasn't if this wasn't a private school uh-huh. and it wasn't that you already admitted to liking the culture around the school, right. I think the complaints are a little silly that you don't like the honor code. Considering I, I, I don't think, think it's so. like it, I think it's silly to say that the the atmosphere there isn't affected by the fact that the honor code. No, because is, once again, if you look at if you look at the philosophical reasoning behind where the why the honor code exists, right? The reason it's there is because they want their students to the 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 projected reasoning is they want their students to be living up to a standard. They want to be yeah. able to say that. The actual reasoning is they want to actually be able to say that it's it's a PR movement. Really, like that's that's really what it comes down to is they want to be able to say, well, our school is the driest campus. Our students don't do this, 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 this. And if they do do it, they're expelled. That's the reasoning is to be able to say those things. It's not to actually better the life of the students. Right. And the, the honor code has all these different things that don't make the life of the student better or worse. It's just so that they can have a, per- a perception of how they are, how the school is. It's, it's a marketing thing. So then where do the rules where do the rules start then for BYU? What do you mean? For you. Like, what's your perfect honor code for BYU? I don't think it should exist at all. He doesn't... So you want the culture and the yeah. atmosphere, but no honor code. I absolutely did. And he I think that if you I think, went... You think that BYU is running a... So first of all, as a PR stunt, it's awful for them, the honor code. <laughs> First of all. No, not for the people who are wanting to send their children there. It's not. No. If mom can say, these are the rules I have in my house, I'm going to send my kid to a school where they're going to enforce the same rules in my house. They already know. They already know they're going to get so many students that are already members of the church. Of course. BYU makes their money off of who they can get that's not a member of the church there already. I would imagine. I'm not saying that it's not a benevolent school in that sense. Like, I I will outrightly recognize that I paid a lot less for my university schooling than majority of anybody else in the country, and it's because it was a private university that was funded by the church I went to. I get that. 
And I'm grateful for that. I'm not poo-pooing on that. But I am poo-pooing on the way that some of these regulations were enforced and the regulations that existed to begin with. And how were they enforced? I think it's... By I, the tattletale system. Okay. So, no, it's one thing to have a, a grievances against the way that these rules and policies are enforced. But I, I just... My, my disagreements with, with your attitude on it mm-hmm. is that I think that there are good purposes for policies like these, particularly at private institutions. You know, I mean, think about it, man. Put put yourself in his shoes. Okay. Let's, see. let's say let's say you wanted to make the fucking finest, the the finest dance school in the world. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, you couldn't where you ban take... same sex couples. That's for darn sure. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Right. But think about this. Think about this. Think about the for a school to produce the highest level competing dancers possible. Think about the level of discipline in in the culture that you have to breed right. in this institution okay, as on. a whole. Uh-huh. Right? I mean, think about I mean, well, what do you mean go on? Like, like that's it. Like that's that's the idea. And in order to breed that kind of discipline, I mean, to say to say it's a bad idea um to institute rules that affect the personal lives of of their pupils that are there to to immerse themselves in becoming the absolute experts in what they're there to do. I think cutting out things like like keeping girls out of your out of your dorm room, that's a distraction. You're not you're not in the fucking dorm room to mate. You're here to you're here to I'm not talking about dorm rooms. I'm or, talking about all apartments for every single person who went to the school. Okay, well then they have like character clauses, right? While you're a pupil at this institution, right. we're so here's, we're going to here's the difference. Here's the difference. I, I know what, what you're I saying. Here's the, here's the problem with what you're saying or, because or the discipline, behavior. the discipline that you're saying that you're expecting the school to create isn't created at the school. It's created at the churches that are providing for the school. It's created in the culture that's sending the students Which there. Which I see as that's an where that discipline is coming from, right? Character clause you're talking right. About. And, so, and in order to go to the school, teaching in already, order to right? go to the school, you have to already have an ecclesiastical endorsement, which says a leader of your church doesn't have to be LDS church, but a leader of your church says that you are are, are eligible to go to the school because you live up to the standards that the church has and set. And Mike showed right? up with his respect shirt on. <laughs> and then, and then the university says, okay, now we're also going to add these things on too. Mm-hmm. We're also going to give you these other regulations that Which aren't necessarily like a part. Balances. It's not checks and balances. It's an overreach of an authority to create an illusion that th- is going to pacify your parents of people. Okay. It could be, but here's, I'm also the only one here who went there. Here's, here's, I know, but okay. you're, so you're the okay. only one that opted here's, in and said an you didn't like no, it. Right. I felt like, the same yeah. way. I felt the same it's way a little when silly. I went to school in the Navy. After you get out of boot camp and you go to school for your, to do uh-huh. your job, it's just an extension of boot camp. You think you get out of boot camp. And then you don't. You go to these schools, which which mine lasted a year and like two months okay. of school, and it's like boot camp all the time. Like you you have to sign you you have to ask permission to leave the building, right? You have, like like you're under like it's like being in prison, yeah, the whole time. And I hated it so much. And the whole time I was in the navy, I still I, I was so pissed off. And it wasn't until recently I looked back on it and I realized that there were reasons that they were doing that to us, and that's because. They understood the type of people that they had there, what they were going through, and that right. that, that clamped well, down. When you're, on the when you're called services. a seaman, they have to keep 
locks on you. Fuck yeah. I mean, it's Fuck in the yeah. name. Dude, you get a bunch of 18, 19, 20-year-olds, and you put them a 1,000 miles from home, and you give them a, a, a free place to live. In well, not you. Town. You're like, I only got two shots to impregnate people. I'm not screwing it up. <laughs> you know, you know, well. Yeah. The, the difference is, the you difference know what I mean? is, you're, but. but it, it breeds a kind of excellence and, and discipline that, that I think institutions want. But I think the institution that was breeding that excellence or that, that, that already existed outside of the university. And the university is wanting to attract those people who exist within that already excellent so field. So you think the vetting system should be increased prior to the door, and once you get through the door, you're good? I think the vetting system is already in place, right? If you, if you already adhere to the standards that exist within the religion that runs the school, then you're not going to want to stray from that in the first place. So you don't think that a Christian university should hold Christian principles on their pupils? I think they absolutely can. That's going to come down to you and your ecclesiastical leader. Right, so Which okay, let's 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 right? throw out some more like actual. Just like, for the record, Mike at thing. dinner no, tonight. No, no, no. Mike at dinner tonight was like, "Well, I have something to talk about, but it's not even going to be a discussion." This is surprising. This is surprising, right? Yeah. So, one second, one second, chat. We have somebody that brought this up. Though? Nick, we have somebody in chat who agrees with you. Justin, uh, who I know is also a veteran, he says he is absolutely right. Tech school is modified boot camp. So yeah, you, have, you have someone who agrees with you. It is. It is. And if it wasn't, it would be a disaster and nobody <laughs> would learn anything because we'd be too busy drinking and fucking. All, and my know? my argument is that the the students at BYU would not be. Why? So you because so the same students that tattletale and wait, wait, lie. No, wait, no, let's get to the bottom of this. Why? Because not? they already come from a culture and from a disciplined space. For, they come from a common background of being members of the right. church that they would want to hold each other accountable in a different way. You already said they lie right. though. Okay, so 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 it would be fair to say that 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 <laughs> they are, are the this same way. people. Like yeah. Yeah. They, they are need... this way because they because they have they would have consequences if they misbehaved prior prior to going to the college. Yes. From this community there would be there there would be there would be consequences. Eternal, right. not immediate. Why why would those consequences get checked at the door when they go to university? Exactly. That's, that's, that's exactly my point. You. So the same people who are going to go to this university are the ones who don't want to be drinking and fucking and doing all these different things all the time. Like these are the ones whoa, who want whoa, to go whoa, there. Whoa, no, whoa. but you're saying but honor code, Mike. Disappear for doing that. Okay, but you're saying once they go to the university and they decide to do that, the consequences no don't disappear. They don't because the consequences these people have opted into was when they were eight years old or twelve years old or whatever, and they got baptized and told God that they hold were going to follow. These all right, all right, hold on, on hold on, hold on, hold on. I got that's something. That's what I'm saying. I'm actually going to add something. School is a consequence. Hold on, I'm actually going to add something to this conversation. I will say this because I'm sure you've seen people like this. You and I, you know, we didn't deal with this, but and uh, anybody, it doesn't have to be one religion, but any person that comes from a strict family runs the risk, the first chance that they actually experience freedom because they've never experienced freedom. Yep. They hit college or that, you know, they get that car, whatever. They go buck wild. Yes. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, it's not some authoritarian overreach. And they're thinking, look, um, most of these kids that go here are probably sheltered. Let's try and have more, right? Let's have more, like, boxes for them. Instead of less. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I don't believe that those boxes are for them. I believe the boxes are for their parents. They're not. 
children. Because those people who want to rebel are gonna rebel. You can go get drunk and but you there, can go have sex. A part of that university or not a part of that university, right? right? You Thank you for calling so it what, sex, Mike. What would what would what would differentiate a Christian college versus a public college then without those consequences oh, that you that you think are unfair. No, that's that's what I'm saying. Is the, what would be the difference? That that is the only difference, right? Is that they can say, "Oh, well, we follow these rules, and so we are promoting ourselves yeah. as this." They, right? They have you think it's advertising to the base? They have an yes. ethics philosophy that that, mm-hmm. that undermines their institution. Yes, because okay, so but let's, without let's, enforcing it, what would be the difference? The then? founder of the of the religion, Joseph Smith, right? The founder of the church. Once well, I didn't know we were talking about that one, but okay, it yes, still works. That once had made this statement. That he that he was asked how he was able to govern such a large population of people, with with it being just him running the church basically, and he says, "I don't have to govern them. I teach them just principles, and they govern themselves." That philosophy is one that's kind of guided my life in a lot of ways, right? To to understand the just principles, then govern yourself according to those principles. Okay. And I think individuals have the ability to govern themselves according to their principles. And if you go to your ecclesiastical leader and say, I believe in these principles and I'm going to govern myself according to them, he says, great, that's wonderful. You should go to this school then and checks you off. And then you go to the school and they say, well, it's actually not up to you. It's going to be up to your roommates, okay. your, so your, your, your leaders, premise, your, your premise, teachers. Your premise is that anybody that goes to BYU um, ought be, ought be, or should oh, be. Oh, we're back to is an odd statements. No, I'm just making sure that that's <laughs> fucking clear here. Fucking clear here. Ought be in a position to act morally. They have a they're they're more likely to be in a predisposition to act morally in line with the institution that they enrolled in previously. Yes. Okay. So the premise begs the question, why would that college have any rules whatsoever? Agreed. <laughs> that you want you want the Ramones that's rock insane. away high school. <laughs> that's insane. And I uh, listen. I I'll I know that there's there. going to be regulations okay. at any university, right? The honor code is outside typical normal university regulations. Yeah. Right. It's we we can not, we can agree though, to that. Most universities have a character clause. Sure. Like I mean, like I can't. Uh, and I cannot, why do they have those? Like, like honestly, like, uh, like I have all kinds of character calls. Like, if I get arrested for drugs, like I could get arrested. I could go rob Circle K, uh-huh. and I won't lose my via my GI Bill. But if I get arrested for drugs, gone. You know, there's there's character clauses. Like, right. Uh, like if um. <laughs> This character Your statement just hit chat. I think in, 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 in the NFL, like like you 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 can't you can't behave a certain way or say certain things, otherwise you might violate your contracts. Like, and that's well, and that's because the NFL right. wants wants to maintain a certain standard within their institution, which they do poorly, by I, the way. Like, do you do you think that that's that that's uh, in in itself uh, a uh, a fault or a or a morally I agree with you Mike if if I just don't think you have a leg to stand on when it's a private institution that you opt into going to and, that and, that's my only reason I see what you're saying I agree with you it's silly well, the vetting process is already good enough no if he has grievances about about how they handle people that break their rules that's 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 always legitimate always always like we can there, there's always room for discussion. Hold there's on, the chat is happening chat, right now. Chat, chat, chat's going off here. So yeah, uh, I mean, Justin, Justin tuned in again, and I think it was a couple of minutes like ago. If we somebody were talking. just tattletales and has no proof, and they kick you out of school, obviously, 
That's a big. That's uh, someone he thinks should be trusted without extra supervision. Someone who lies in tattletales. Yeah. Those are the examples should, he gave us. How did they get in the school to begin with? There. Anyways, uh, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see what Justin has to say. So Justin said, um, he was talking about. I think he was talking about boot camp again, and he said, and that's why one is entrusted with defending the country. You know, whilst everyone else argues red versus blue and what bathroom to use. And then he chimed in again saying he was sheltered and then went to a private school and then went buck wild. The second, and the word second is in all caps, so we know how serious this is, the second he had freedom. Right. And then I think when you said about the school not having any rules, he said, what? (laughs) Question mark. And then the reaction to the NFL's honor code was, Ray Lewis, anybody? (laughs) That was from (laughs) Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, I'm not I'm not saying honor code systems work at all. I just think when it's a when it's an opt-in, it's a little silly. That's my only point. Reputation to protect too. I mean, look, you got some look I'm saying that's the entire reason the honor code exists is the reputation to protect. The reputation to protect. You don't think that. that that has any value? I think it does, but here's here's what here's what I'm saying. You don't like the way it's implemented. I don't like the way it's implemented, and I don't like I don't like things that come from it. There's I've only mentioned a couple examples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the easiest ones to come up with. (laughs) Yeah. And we y'all never, like to jump down my throat at the time I start no. speaking. We should never send him to do the live interview with the no. the news. <laughs> you know, I mean, I didn't know this was a hit piece. For so, me, so let's talk about some yeah. other real real aspects that have come from from this honor code. So, da- wait for a second because I see you taking a breath to speak. Yeah. We're gonna we're no, gonna we're gonna, hold, we're gonna pause for a second. He's Before, just vaping, Mike. I'm gonna I'm gonna get <laughs> into this for a second because there are real consequences of the honor code that have had major effects on different people's lives, right? Number one, being rape victims are afraid to come forward because in the past, rape victims have been kicked out for being sexually active. You said that there shouldn't be any rules about rape at BYU. I, what? No, I okay, okay. Point blank. Okay. What would be the point of them having any rules Great. or regulation? So and you let's said pause exactly for a second then. Let, let, let him talk. Let's let pause talk. for a let second because let's talk about rape then, right? Because rape is not something that you opt into. It's not a choice that you make. It's something that happens to you, right? right. And th- th- getting raped is not why you're kicked out of no, school. No, deciding to rape is an option. I'm talking about the victims. Right. And we're talking about students at BYU. Yes. That of all. That that are all hang on. I'm by not virtue saying... of being admitted are exempt from the code of honor, and therefore there's no real reason to have any. They're not rules a, or not exempt from the law. We're Just give us you're, okay. You're setting so off point here. Let's let, pause let, let for a second because I'm, let, I'm let talking talk. about rape victims mm-hmm. not coming to say that they've been raped because they'll be kicked out of their school for having sex. Oh, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a major problem. Right. right, they don't want to come forth against their aggressors because their school's going to catch wind of it because yeah. of the honor code and say, that. "Oh, well, you shouldn't have had a boy in your bedroom." They should fix that. Agreed. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. That's not. <laughs> I just want to make sure we're on the similar not, page on some of these things. That's not the argument that that I thought was being made here. I thought your argument was that it was unethical for them to have a character clause in their registration at all. I opened by saying I didn't like the honor code. And y'all decided that meant I don't want character clauses to exist. So lay lay it on us then. Say what you want to say and then tell us what your version of it would be. Well, then if that's not what you're saying, then okay. Fuck. You did a bad job of saying it. Yeah, I blame you for this one, Mike. You did a really bad job. You're red in the face, man. You're just like. You did a really bad job. 
I mean, Ooh, I no, said y'all didn't let me speak. All right, all right. Look, look, look. Oh, shit. Nick, Nick, Nick. I'm going to mute my mic and your mic. No, don't mute no, your no, mic. No, hold on, hold on, don't, hold on. The don't. only mic that won't be muted is Mike. No, no, no. Mike will no, not be muted. No, don't do that. All right, don't hold do on, that. hold on. Don't, what, are, what are we doing this for? What's this even happening for? All right, all right. What's the yeah, point of this? Hold on, hold on. Oh, I think he made his case. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Why, why is this look happening? Why, why am look I'm looking into the camera because Ben's telling me to. Say whatever you want to say. He's such a natural. Thank you. Yes, you look great. <laughs> All, right. All, right, so All right. I think the honor code at BYU has many fallacies and issues that need to be addressed and fixed. What would right? you do to change a few of those? Yeah. For one, if I think if it didn't exist... The honor code specifically, not all rules and regulations at any university that, you know, most universities uphold, like don't rape people. I think that if the honor code didn't exist, the student body at BYU would still govern itself in a way that upheld the standards that the school wishes to uphold without it having to be something that is a, is, is that they can say to parents to say, when your student comes here, we're going to enforce your rules. No, I think the students will have more freedom to choose to do good because I believe in the general ability of humans to choose the best path for themselves on an individual case-by-case -case basis. Well, here's wrong. why you're wrong. Here's why you're wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Wrong! I'm not saying mass humans. I'm saying on, as individuals. I got gotcha. you. People will always gotcha. make the right choice. No, they'll they'll make the choice for them. Happy thoughts. They'll make the choice for them because do when you do you really think that that people are inherently bad or evil? Oh God, that's such. And a is that and is yeah, that that's a good question. first of all first of all where if I mean, if that depends on what yes, you mean by evil. Well, yes or no. Whether you answer yes or no, I want an explanation. Like, is that is that a metaphysical thing? You know, conclusion you've come to, or is that a physical, biological that's a thing? Physical question. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. No, that's hard. So it's what hard. do you it's think then? I, no, I'm I'm always going back and forth on it. I think, and and you know, I say this I say this all the time. I have two universal principles that I live by my life by, and that is that things one things are always getting better, and two people are always saying that they aren't. And I think people, I think people are not better. I think they're more understanding today than they've ever been, almost to a fault. They're we can more, argue that the pendulum has swung the other worldly. way. <laughs> they're more worldly. Well. Let, let me Everybody put Everybody is more worldly than they were 100 years ago. Well, sure, sure. And that, that, but that's because that there's more of the world to positive. experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they didn't know. have, you know, they, they didn't have Pornhub, right. you know, like, yeah. like um, take that, pioneers. So, <laughs> which, which comes with negatives as well as the positives. Yeah, but know? what I'm I mean, saying is our ability to feel for someone we've never met before on the other side of the world due to technology and our understanding of how things work, I think is better now than it ever has been in, in human history. You know, when I watch the news and I see these coronavirus outbreaks or I see that there's, you know, a, a tsunami has hit Japan, I can look at that and I can say, holy crap, like those are human beings and that feels bad, right? Yeah. I don't think we've, we've really ever done that before. I can't be a student of history and say with any amount of confidence that people are naturally good. Can't do it. I can't do it. But I can say that people. Well, when they're not good, we just drop bombs on them. Am I right? Hey, you know <laughs> hey, that face. Hey. That face. Well, it's either that or fucking you know get kneel and get shot. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. Feel the burn. <laughs> it seems. To me, like people want to do good, but what is good? The definition of good changes. It's not always clear. Right. That's why I said awareness. I think awareness is the key um, we have to look at. You know what I mean? Um, but that's not to say that 
look, malevolence exists. I, 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 not, me saying that not everybody is born morally good doesn't necessarily mean that everybody is evil either. Like malevolence is real, and a lot of people deny that, particularly on the left. I think, but it. It's it's a. It's I'm gonna a, assume you're pointing left and not at me on that one. Both. Yeah. Both. Okay. Honor okay. code. You think I, I don't it, think malevolence exists? No, hold on. I'm hold on. We'll get to I'm, it. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. But but, but after Nick pontificates a, for 20 minutes, we'll get to yeah, talk. It's if you can interrupt me, I can interrupt you. It's a fraction. You got to do it loudly. You know. That's true. Yeah. That's the trick. With confidence. And he does. <laughs> and it's fucking. It's just a fraction. But it's a it, that small fraction is enough to make a huge fucking difference. Of course, across the the fabric of society, right? Now, how do you define malevolence and and not just a changing good? Enjoying inflicting pain on others, or just okay. I think that's 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 more or less the definition of malevolence. Okay. When you take away right? someone like, else's like rights, the worst kind of evil, right? Like there's different kinds of evil. There's natural evil. There's there's the you know unintended evil. Yeah, but once again, that's and then still malevolence evil where. No, I'm I'm causing you pain and I really love torturing you. But evil is still a, a definition. That's like evil's in the eye of the beholder, right? That's how the old saying goes goes. <laughs> so well, that's the subject. But 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 no, but but that, I'm saying like I think awareness awareness um you know, like they, they use the example all the time. The reason that the generation um that really grasped onto the civil rights movement was the younger generation was because the older generation did not have that ability to say, what if I was black, right? The younger generation could say, holy crap, like this is wrong that these people are being treated this way simply because of their skin color. And they would go to their parents or their grandparents and say, I mean, come on, you guys, I know you, like you're, you're a good person. Like what if you were black? They couldn't wrap their heads around that, right? right? So now multiply that... (laughs) To where we are today, and I think you know maybe the pendulum has swung too far. We we spoke about gender earlier, right? We, we I mean you, you know we, we could talk about how sensitive maybe people are. Are they more sensitive? Are we just more aware of things? But I think that awareness is key, and I think the fact that we are trying to not hurt people, I think that's a good thing. Well, yeah, but as you mentioned before, though the, that pendulum, though that pendulum, it's I think I think it's. It's starting to, or has already, if not swung too far in the direction. Oh, I know it did because, because a lady had an, uh, an emotional support uh, miniature pony no, on an airplane the other day, and I was like, "No, more why couldn't she that. have been on flight 93? Yeah. Like, come more on, harmful. more harmful." <laughs> People are confusing virtue with with weakness. Mm. You know, like 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 being uh, harmless is a virtue. Not, you know, you you're not like like a rabbit isn't virtuous. It's it's just well, neither is it moral, right. but we don't think it's evil, right? It's just it's just, it's a, just rabbit. a rabbit. The same for a tiger, right? It's <laughs> just it's it's not virtuous. It's just harmless, right? It's virtuous is a monster that doesn't act like a monster. What's that meme? And then, Mike, I want you to chime in on this. What's that meme? There was a show where it was like, uh, it was like set during the the New Testament. But anyways, the meme was they're both standing there watching Jesus get crucified, and he's like. My gosh, what did he say that got everybody so upset? And the guy's like, love everybody no matter who they are. And he's like, yep, that'll do it. Uh, it, was like, it was more like the I am God thing, but, you know, who's counting? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, so what you do know. you think about this, Mike? Do you think we are better today or do we just think we're better today? And what is better? And what is today, Mike? 
That's exactly what I'm saying. What if we instituted an honor code nationally, Mike? We already have it. (laughs) Go on, though. What do you think about this? All of our Puritan laws that exist are our current honor code. Yeah, no, we're we're talking about what is what is progress, what is good, what is better, what is not like that. I don't think that t- there's a place to stand on to say. I think we can do comparisons to what we've had in the past and say is is this more comfortable than it has been in the past? Sure. Um, are are we surviving more? Sure. Are we are we happier now? Perhaps. Yeah. So that could be construed as better. But are we best? Nobody can say. And a lot of times we look at our better and think that it's best, but I think that that's that's missing the mark. Right, so we think now, okay, we can look at ourselves and say, well, our grandparents couldn't put themselves in the position that the younger generation could. Um, what is it then that I'm not seeing, or what is it that makes me like my grandparents? The fact that we can ask that question, though, I think speaks to us. I agree. Being in a good place. Yeah, I agree. I think that that puts us into a more aware, uh, aware place. So Morgan thinks he can get me. He's in the comments. Yeah, I love when Morgan the, thinks the pendulum that. swinging too far. Talk sounds like things are getting worse. What's the maxim that Ben lives by? Just because I think the pendulum swinging too far doesn't mean I don't think that things are not continuing to get better. All right, those yeah, are not mutually no. exclusive. And then uh, Justin said that he did post that meme a few months back <laughs> that I was just referencing. <laughs> I probably saw it from you, yeah. Justin. Thank you. No, there's, there's rhetoric and then there's reality. I mean, there's rhetoric and reality, and we're in assaulted with rhetoric all day it's hard to it's hard to separate the two sometimes man well i think it's social media too i mean you talk about you talk about virtue being seen as a weakness it's also being seen as a currency and and not even not even actual virtue for for being weak yeah well i mean i'm talking about people that like you know oh i i gave to the rainforest fires and they share it on facebook you know a lot of people like i think there's this old philosophy article I read a long time ago. It had a line something Mein like, Kampf. Like, you're, you're not as nice as you think you are. Yes. <laughs> okay? And that's true. And another thing, when you're, when you're talking about people being morally good, you have to differentiate comfort levels, too. Like, it's easy to be... It's easy to confuse nice and virtuous, first of all, or polite and virtuous. Or peace and quiet. Right? But... When when you're in a state when you put yourself in a state of discomfort for another and nobody's looking, is one of the higher states of virtue. I think uh, there's a lot of philosophy I think backs that. I like that. I think that works, and that's what I'm talking about when I say that that's not. It's not. I wouldn't say it's entirely uncommon, but it's certainly not common. Not not. Do not you think it's more or less today than it has been in the past? Less because everything's seen. That's the point. Um, no one's doing. No one's putting themselves in an uncomfortable position without posting it or I, sharing it. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I people have more means to help others now than they did before. That doesn't necessarily mean they do. And I think, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a sociologist. Yeah, but is, isn't that a percentage thing, though, really? Because it's inductive and it's we're talking about likelihoods. Yeah. But that, I, I'm just saying, like, yes, we have more means to help people. This is the kind of stuff that makes sociologists cream themselves. Like, but, this is the kind of thing. <laughs> like, they'll, they'll well, fucking Morgan, they'll go out and they'll, Morgan they'll, is a grad student, you know, studying psychology. He loves you know, the soft yeah, sciences. No, he loves, you know, you know anything well, that hey, can't be quantified. Psychology and sociology you know, are different. You know, hey, I come from They're the They're all worthless. I come from the humanities. I'm, I'm your cousin. <laughs> I get it. Oh, you guys are not cousins. But. You know, <laughs> you're the exact polar opposites. Well, you're like that movie Twins. Yeah, but both of you are short and ugly. 
<laughs> Gosh, if you and Morgan were in a, a movie called Twins, I would vote to re- Danny DeVito's to call it a- life was more fun than Arnold Schwarzenegger, so he really won. <laughs> yeah, but Danny DeVito was never the governor. Never. So you, you say been. you say that we have more resources to be able to accomplish that, right? To be able to to yeah, to it's easier be to uncomfortable it's, for somebody it's, else. It's easier in a position of wealth to help your fellow man, isn't it? I yes. don't know that it's wealth that always helps. I think there was a there could have been a time, or there there could be a society that could exist now where instead of our wealth being able to take our money and give that to something else, that our actual time could be more valuable than that. Wealth is time. No, I know what you're saying. Wealth is time. This is the discussion. And I we... think we're giving up time for material wealth. Possibly. No, 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 no. We're on to something beautiful here. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I was thinking like in terms of medicine and shit. Okay, like, okay. You know what I mean? Then, yeah, that's, like, that's the more different. Like, what like, we mean like then. Re- really, practically speaking, like, really, like, antibiotics are available for me to give to you or right. sell to you or make accessible to you than 100 years but ago. But ease of access our, to the poorest person material, is also easier, too. Our material right. and technological wealth allows me the tools to be able to help you better than before, where if you would be sick and. You know, people just used to die, and today they stick around way <laughs> too I mean? freaking long. <laughs> like, like the like pre like like if we're like I mean honestly like post industrial revolution that like, can't be understated. It, like can't even comprehend. Like, you know, just driving your car thirty miles to go to work. I mean, that's right. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what but I mean? this that's, is this is like what that. he was talking about. This is what my this is what makes me. This is what makes me want to just go hardcore anarchist libertarian like crazy off the rails because we had this discussion the other day when we were editing and i told you i'm like if you want to have this discussion you should have been on the podcast anyway, he, he wanted to debate me it was like in his system he's like oh i'm at ben's house and we're here we were just editing he's like what do you think about this oh, well i don't think i'm like mike we're, there's not even a camera in here like we're just ben hanging out not dude. interested in learning yeah I'm like, I'm like what he only wants to make yeah. a podcast i'm like wait wait are we recording did i see a camera no don't talk to mike, me come yeah. over to my house yeah. we'll sit on my porch and we can have these anyways it was just funny it no was just recording. funny because it was like in his system it was like in his system anyways it was like a pavlovian response he was like here and we had to do it anyways we were talking about libertarianism and i said to my point when people think that like i'm anti-government they think oh i don't want people that need help to get help no 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 no. i just don't think that the government is the best way or the most efficient way to give those people help and what people don't understand is that's going to be more work for us for your community for your neighbors, those are the people that are going to be helping you, not the government that has no idea, not some federalized, but nationalized. How are you going to give me that? What if, do you mean? How are you going to give me that if we all got to do our own thing? Exactly. I'd be more aware of your needs no, because I, you would be a part just, of a community. No, no, you just need to give me that. No. Because I can I open carry in my libertarian paradise, and you've just talked to me twice, and I didn't like it. So, I boom, you're dead. <laughs> Wild West. Yeah, that wouldn't work. I deserve your stuff, Ben. No. I'm less fortunate than you. Yes. <laughs> but you don't so deserve my give stuff. give me your stuff. I give you my time. You just said that's the same as money. <laughs> I should be on the debate stage at the DNC. I'm doing pretty good, right? <laughs> Isn't that... Am I getting... We got more views? And I did... I did, <laughs> I did work? I did my Trump thing. Isn't I said I'd shoot you. <laughs> yeah. No, but you got more stuff, Ben. You should just give me that. 
My point, though, is donate, I'm with you. Donate. I don't think money is the answer. I think it is time. I think it is resources. I think it's communities knowing what communities need. I think that's right. the honest money answer. Money is the actual representation of of time and effort. I don't think so, though. It re- no, but no, 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 that's not an opinion. That's not an opinion. That's, yeah. That's literally. We're talking about two different things here, though, is. Nick. We're talking about two different things, bud. We'll we're, we're talking fear. about we're following. talking about disposable wealth. Your yeah. time is part of your wealth, and your money is part of your wealth, and you usually trade one for the other, right? If they're I really have the same, they really are. No, they're not, because I may have lots of money, but no time then to spend on anything but work, or I may have lots of right, time, because they're one but in the no same. money, because they're one in the same. They're two different forms of wealth. Mm, no, but yeah. you could have you could have a person who has a ton of money and plenty of time and doesn't do anything for their community. However, they got that wealth represented the transfer of of time and labor from another. Sure. It, okay. It we're not we're not arguing. Yeah, not, we're not, not arguing I'm, that. I'm, this, right? It's not an economic discussion yeah. about this. We're talking more yeah. about the social aspect of that, right? Yeah. We're we're talking about how the fact that you and I are sitting in a room right now mm. is because that we don't have to be at work right now, right? Sure. And we can have a positive uplifting discussions or sure. negative downplay discussions. It still costs discussions. us money. It costs us time. It costs us wealth. Yes, it does. Yeah. I'm not even having that discussion. Right. You're both crazy. Right. If we're not if we're not generating wealth, it's costing us wealth to sit in this room together. Yes, and have yes, that's fine. All I'm saying is, people in the modern day look at money as a means to an end, and I think that's gotten us away they think from it's actual a means to happiness. No, 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 no. When it comes to helping others, your five dollars to the rainforest doesn't help. It doesn't mean anything. You, you giving your clothes to Goodwill, newsflash, that doesn't make you a good person. That did not help your community, okay? People use these things in the modern day to say, hey, I helped out, I did this, I did that, when in actuality, you need to be there in person. You need to be hands-on, you need to be talking to these people, you need to see what they actually need. Awareness. That's all I'm saying. Oh, so we're criticizing the armchair fucking charity work. Yes, and that has to do with money. That has to do with money, but I think that's most people. I think think most people put too much value in the money that they give instead of the time that they give. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It would be ideal to do both, right? Ideal to do both, right? Of course. You know, start a charity for fuck's sake. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Well, you, you would start a charity because you see a need in your community and you want to fix that need. I was watching a documentary and one of the people speaking on the homeless issues in Los Angeles right now that have ballooned more than they ever have <laughs> in the past, right? Nuts, they, right? They said that the, the, the rich, fancy women leaving their house would have more compassion on dogs living in the street if there was a number of oh, dogs yeah. there as if, as if it yeah. weren't humans. I, I yeah. do. That is right, that is, that and is, I get that. The argument no. for that is the dogs didn't choose That's to be there. Not just no, LA no, not even that. Right Most of those people are mentally handicapped. No. They didn't choose it either. Right. I just feel worse for for animals. I don't know why. I think our psychologists in the chat will agree. No, that's a psychological phenomenon across the board. But you can go yeah. back to it. You, you also, can look he's at, not a psychologist yet. I don't want him to okay. uh, think that we. <laughs> no, <laughs> Morgan, no. <laughs> you're a grad student. <laughs> oh, he lets everybody know. <laughs> He but, is. Oh, but, hold on. I'm sorry. I do want to say his first nationally published paper 
is coming out. Uh, so he absolutely does have a degree then. In um, he can be a co-writer. It's going. A it's going yet. to be. It's going to be in Chicago on the twenty-second and the twenty-third at some national psychological. Congratulations, thing. dude! Cool stuff. Yeah. Cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. He does cool stuff. I mean, Love unfortunately, that. he's sharing that in like our game group on Facebook, and does I'm like, what is this? Him on the show? No, he's no, not he local moved. anymore. Oh. He moved to. Erie. He was one of our founding oh. members. Okay. Yes, a year ago, and then I got rid of him and got talent on the show. Thank goodness. <laughs> so what you were saying was... What was I saying? You were talking about wealth. and you Ah, yes, I was talking about the, the, the poor homeless, people. homeless issues in, yeah, in, in Los Angeles, right. Yeah. Um, and, and there was a time when we didn't have a dependence on somebody else taking part and doing that for our community. We, we had a dependence on ourselves. So the, the homemakers or, or the, the factory workers or the people who owned the businesses would say, there is a need in our community that we're going to take care of. And instead now they're no longer doing, taking care of that need themselves. They're saying, I'm going to contribute my money or my taxes pay for that or the government's going to be able to do that for the me. The New Deal screwed all of that up, by the way. The New Deal, the New Deal screwed us out of our communities helping communities and our neighbors helping our neighbors. And people don't want to talk about that, but it's true. Explain that. The Green New Deal would be better for us than the New that Deal. That would take an hour to explain. No, no, not even really. So the New Deal essentially replaced that system because everyone, most most Americans it's, belong to these little, you know, little... The Elks Lodge. Yeah. The, uh, uh, sometimes I hate Foreign you Legion. and other times I just want to fucking hug you and hold you. And Get in line. You. Get in line. You sound, like, you, you sound like you sound like my mom. I just want to hold you like you're like... My little great uh, wait, wait, baby. What's my shirt say? Like, What's it dude, say? I don't know who's been infecting says, you with all this, but you've been consider the benefit stuff. of the unspoken thought. My mom gave me this shirt. You know? Consider the benefit of the that's, unspoken that's thought. Good stuff, ben. What does Continue. that mean? Anyway, so you know that is you know that's like that first step of us stepping away from I think actually helping each other and saying yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my taxes pay for that. My I mean honestly, if I didn't get guilted at the checkout for giving money. You know, like that's the worst thing ever. I hate that. Like honestly, like what history departments did about the did to the New Deal in the 1970s is one of the biggest scandals in academia in history. Honestly, what do you mean? Honestly, they they they, they lie about it. I mean, like the, the, you go through public school and they will tell you that the New Deal pulled us out of the Great Depression. Wrong. It's not just wrong. It's not a little wrong. It's it's. It's a fucking flat-out, bald-faced lie. It's a flat-out, bald-faced lie. And, and any economist worth their salt will fucking lay that out for you. They, it, like, the New Deal, like, slowed it down. Like, we were, we were climbing out of the Great Depression at, at incredible rates at 1933. And, like, the minute that this communist fucking bullshit of FDR went into place, it... It slowed it down to a crawl. Dude, I'd hit that and guy so hard he'd end up in a wheelchair. Like, like the only reason, the only reason that FDR walked out of his presidency. Whoa, walked out? Bro, bro. <laughs> Got him. Walked out of his presidency uh, with, with, with any economic wealth whatsoever was World War II. And that had nothing to do with his economic policies and everything to do with every other modern industrial nation being completely destroyed on the planet. Period. You know? By the way, we goofed because... It's, uh, it's fucking terrible. Like the, like, the only thing that stands up to that kind of scandal is the New York Times 1619 project that they released last year. 
Like wait, didn't that, that didn't that and, just and what happened in the 70s? What just happened with that recently? Didn't something just happen with that? Oh, they're finally getting some pushback, but and ex- break I'm that down seeing... for everybody. Tell us, tell us what sixteen nineteen was. Well, it's a New York Times fucking project came out last last uh, Black History Month, right? It was going to be a in a a a multidiscipline, multi academic author. Uh, I don't even know what to call it. Uh, anthology of of journalistic works about the history of the country and, and essentially right? they they proposed that slavery was essentially the reason yeah. that we existed line, or we used it to prop up our country here is the general thesis like the, that's why it was created or something the something general crazy. thesis in and i'm not exaggerating at all here the general thesis in no uncertain terms is that the foundation and the what founded the united states of america was an attempt to keep slavery alive, and it's that that was the it's just as bad reason. as saying that the New Deal pulled us out of the Great Depression. It's it's just as much of a fabrication. And finally, there are there are some historians pushing back, but the pushback has been p- pitiful in my in my view, which again, which is why I need to get more credibility and. Well, speaking of credibility, we really screwed up because uh, Morgan commented in all caps, too late, I'm a psychologist. Woo! <laughs> so Rick Flair hit him with the, the Rick, the Rick Flair. <laughs> hit him with the Rick Flair. Woo! The cream of the crop. I don't know what he said. I have him on a dinner plate, but I, not a dinner plate, a dinner tray, but I don't. Rick Flair. And, and Hulk Hogan and Big Boss Man and then Texas Tornado, who I think killed himself. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, that's not why I got it. I was just a kid. It was a gift. I didn't get it because the guy committed suicide. That's a little yeah. That's a little dark. Kind of morbid. I got to hang out with Kane at a libertarian fucking party. Yeah. He's like Yeah, he ran he's a mayor of uh, some place in Tennessee now. Yeah. Yeah. Kane. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Biggest white dude I ever met. <laughs> Yeah, he's a big dude. And you've hung out with Steven. Yeah. That's a yeah, big no, white dude. No, he's way bigger than Steven. <laughs> he's way bigger than Steven. Steven's the big yeah. show. Yeah. No, like, I mean, like, I, I, we could look up who's bigger, but, like, when I saw him, <laughs> when I saw him, I was like, holy shit, because the biggest person I'd seen up until that point was Shaq. I st- I've stood next to Shaquille O'Neal. He's a big dude. And, and I, on memory, I feel like Shaq was bigger. On memory. That's probably you just know, your but, racist tendencies Kane, kicking in. You felt a little Kane, more threatened. Dude, I'm telling you, he's a big dude, man. He's a big motherfucker, bro. Well, Nick, lay it on us. What are you doing this week? Fucking trying to try to get a job. <laughs> every week we ask you this question. Every week it's the same same yeah, I answer. I interview on Wednesday. Like, try, trying to get a job. Trying to get a job. Yeah, trying bro. to get a job. Yeah, bro. I'm going to go talk to some fucking church guy about fucking let me teach kids history nice we'll send him this podcast obviously and say look i have a i have a nice media package i'd like to show the students no i feel good about it i mean i'm not i don't describe myself as a christian but historically speaking i I look on the religion generally positive you know uh, i'm really well versed at apologetics like i mean i like it philosophically and historically generally speaking you know overall i have a positive view on it so i hope that's good enough for them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, Mike, I'm, I'm not gonna fucking pray in front of him and pretend. I'm not gonna go that far. I'm thinking about it. Well, now. let us let I'm us know. Let us, let us know what happens. Yeah, thinking about coming in, walking like on nun, your knees. Maybe, you know, just a pregnant nun. Day one. You know, 
Yeah. All right, Mike, what are you up to this week? Lay it on us. Uh, there's a pop-up art exhibit happening. It happened in Orlando last week, but I missed it, in Tampa called Nude Night, which is just a bunch of like 250 various artists. Do you have to go in nude, or is it optional? I think optional? that breaks the honor code. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Honor code? I think Did you go out with the, the older chick? You're just fucking deviant. It has nothing to do with honor code. You just want to fucking dr- rub naked well, there's against that men. Too. Like, like, but listen... <laughs> He's fucking trying to take a moral, judicial stance against the college. Like, motherfucker. Like, nude nights. You just want... We could do nude nights here if you want, Mike. You just want to be Sodom and Gomorrah is the problem. No. Not even. Yes, but... Did you go out with the older chick, Mike? No, I went out with the younger chick again. Oh, he didn't didn't trust Tammy. He didn't trust our medium. She's our official medium Uh, of the podcast, and you didn't trust her judgment, Mike. Right. I need to. Your lifelines did seem shorter on your palm today when you shook my hand. Scott Cheney, didn't it? it. Yes. uh, FDR... Did die in office, and presidential term limits were set because of him by the Republicans. But check this out. It's so funny. In the 80s, when Reagan was down, was was up for the second, the Republicans tried to repeal their own bill like 30 years later to get fucking Reagan in for a third term. It's fucking, <laughs> dude, they're not even, dude, they're the worst. They're all fucking scum, and you <laughs> should get a gun. Okay. Do it. <laughs> Seriously, they're not your friends. So you went out with you. the younger chick again. I did. Yep. And you took her to the fair. Yeah. Did you win her a prize? I did. She won it. Was she old enough to go on any of the rides or? Just by that much. Nice. Yeah. We had nice. to stuff her shoes with some paper to make sure nice. she was tall too. Nice. It's good. It's good times. Good times. Yeah. Good times. But I'm going to go to nude night this weekend. Should be with her? Uh, maybe. Depends if schedules work out. Or my dance partner because I'm going to be over there for a dance event that weekend. Gotcha. Anyway. Gotcha. So you'll have to report back on nude nights. That's that sounds exciting. Can't it looks wait. Really cool. And if it and if it works out for him, it might be something we institute here on the podcast. <laughs> what um, do you guys think? If our election process it, uh, is always secure, uh, put that in the hypothetical. Do you think presidents should get third, fourth, fifth terms? No. If no. people vote for them. No. If anything, I think we should model all politicians' term limits after the presidential term limits. Yeah. I say two yeah. terms, two four-year terms, and you're done. Yep. Yeah, and for you're everybody. The show. Across I'll, across I'll, the board. Maybe we'll talk about that next time then. Yeah. All right. Oh, and everybody look out for a very exciting video that Nick doesn't even know about until after we till I say this. There's a very exciting Sonic reaction video coming out. Oh yeah. Uh, c- coming out uh, very soon, so keep your eyes on the prize, and uh, for our audio-only listeners, uh, we'll let you know how Nude Nights uh, checks out. You know, you never know. You might be missing More out. Pictures. We might, well, we right. might, we might, you. we might just add you. extra mics to the room. You know, and they can hear the the peeling of the skin off the chairs for our audio-only <laughs> listeners. Who knows? Yeah, nude, nude Nights. Oh, I, I mean, I say when we do our mm. when we do our election night coverage, well, election night, nude night. Do, yeah, nude election night, election night. night. How do you know what Nudie Twenty Twenty has smegma on it and what doesn't? The taste. Anyways, <laughs> for Nick, for Mike, I'm Ben, and this has been another exciting episode of the Snap Crackle Podcast. Thank you guys so much for deciding to make us a part of your day. Make sure you uh. check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Mixer, Twitter, and check us out on our very new, very sexy looking website. Yeah, That's the on like six TikTok different too, screens. The, 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 oh yeah, and on TikTok, oh. but we don't have anything there yet. 
And on Instagram, but we don't have anything there yet. We have stuff everywhere. But go to thesnapcracklepodcast.com, thesnapcracklepodcast.com. Morgan says, we want nude nights. Look, we have to do what the people want, but here we go. Thank you, guys, and we will see you guys next week.